Welcome back, guys. Episode 86 of the Drewcast. Back with me tonight, my disembodied but never bodied voice. I got J.O. behind the camera. What's up, guys? And I said guys as if Josh was here. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so last week I did a more personal episode for episode 85. Didn't get as much views. I kind of, I'm not going to lie, bro, Dustin. I kind of expected it to not get as much views because I wasn't talking about a popular topic or a popular movie or, you know, vice versa. Whatever we do on our usual week to week basis. I say, guys, please go check out last week's episode because it is very great. I get, I open up more, talk about the goals of this channel, growing older. And I do talk about a couple couple funny uh, family stuff that we went through in the last, I would say, in the last decade. So, But yeah, so tonight, guys, we're going to, we have a lot to talk about. But we're going to start off with House of the Dragon. If you haven't watched House of the Dragon, I said this a couple weeks ago, go watch it, bro. Go watch it. Because my brother won't watch it. He won't watch it. He won't even watch Game of Thrones. And I've tried. I've tried convincing this guy, dude. And so I, I said in our group chat, I was like, hey, look, if I die... You have to watch it, Dustin. And he said he wouldn't. He said if I died, he still wouldn't fucking watch it. But we all know that that's not true. He's going to fucking... And I almost want to die now, so you watch Game of Thrones. That's a worthy death, dude. You know what I mean? As I'm like as I'm like dying, it just as goes Game of Thrones. <laughs> Do you think that'd be crazy if that's like a... And I can't manifest that, so let's, I don't want to die, but, you know, but still, watch the fucking show. But in House of the Dragon, so episode four just happened. They're going on to episode five. I think this is the last episode where, where the people are still young. Because I think after episode five, they are switching to the older actresses and actors for those characters, which it's going to be a significant time jump. My question to you, everybody watching, and my my common TikTokers, does that time jump that's going to happen in House of the Dragon, will that ruin the show for you? Because a lot of people have fell in love with the, the cast they have now, but a lot of those people aren't going to be there after episode five. It'll be the older people that they brought in, which they did a great job for Venera, bro. Like her older actress and the young actress, they look hella similar, except the nose, but that doesn't matter. They look similar. Uh, Matt Smith is still going to be playing Damon Targaryen. They didn't switch his actor, so it'll be the same guy. But regardless, bro, a lot of people are... I've been seeing it online. A lot of people aren't really digging it. They're like, hey, we fell in love with these people. They should have they, they should have wrote it better, right? I don't feel that way. I feel like the new people that are, that are going to be coming in will do good. So I'm not, I'm not like mad yet, but imagine they bring in those people in, right, Asen? And it's not good, right? So you had like five, like god tier episodes of house of the dragon and episode six comes along with the with the older actresses and actors right and then that could really ruin the show bro so that's so basically my question to you guys is will it ruin the show for you and if not do you think it might ruin the show for some people i actually hope it doesn't right and i i kind of feel like the writers and the showrunners they had a good idea of where they wanted it to go because based off the book so i don't think they would have done a significant time jump to where they have to get new actresses and actors to come in if they didn't think those people would do good i don't know i have faith in them dude have you ever heard of a show doing that uh, can you think of one in like recent i don't think i've ever seen one do like a really big time jump to where you had to bring in new characters no isn't stranger things supposed to be doing that though yeah so season five of stranger things is supposedly doing like a close to like a four year five year time jump they said which doesn't make sense because of the way it ended so we're just going to keep going to school and shopping and hawkins with like the 
the mind flares the fucking ground just split open yeah like they're at at the grocery store like wow did you guys see the split in the ground but i i personally don't believe that this will affect the show too much yes there will be some people who don't really like the time jump but i i have a lot of faith bro like these guys aren't the people who made they're not dnd right where they're rushing everything for star wars right i feel like because of how season eight of game of thrones ended these people are like hey look we can't let this happen again you can't fumble the bag on the and this is the biggest show out right now in my opinion right it's doing better than the lord of the Rings show on amazon like that show is getting shitted on bro there's a lot of people who like it but it, it, we're not gonna act like that show didn't get shut on before and and right now I didn't even know that that show was out. Josh said that, I think the other night Josh was telling me he was upset that like that show wasn't as good as House of the Dragon. Because think about it, Lord of the Rings might be one of the biggest properties ever, okay? That show has to be fire. It has to hit on every level, bro. And the fact that they paid so much money, Amazon did, and then season one cost so much money, and it's not getting top tier reviews, and like fucking universal praise... You can't have that, dude. I think the only thing I heard about that show, like, period, was that they had black elves. Other than that, I haven't heard a thing about that show. And I think that people were mad that they had, like, black hobbits and black elves. And mm-hmm. that's not my problem here, right? Because House of the Dragon did that. Lord Corliss, mm-hmm. the, sne- the sea snake, he's played by a black actor, right? But in the books, he's not black. Mm-hmm. Bro, but the actor is so good. They right? men- and, what do you mean? They mention in the book that he's a white guy? Yeah, so in the book, Lord Corliss, which he goes by the sea snake, he is a white guy in the books, okay? But in the show, he's black. I kind of want to see how they describe that because that just sounds funny as fuck. But have you... Well, you don't really keep up with House of the Dragon, but I've not heard a single person really complain. You know why? Because the actor is not only hella good, they're not virtue signaling it in your face. Like, you know, in, in the House of the Dragon, he's not like, well, black people can't succeed in Westeros, <laughs> right? Like, they're not doing that, right? They're letting the art speak for itself. Okay, so, like, at the end of the day, like, what I'm trying to say to you is, is, like, House of the Dragon, they have already established book and lore. Just, just, just do, do solid by your fans, do solid by the lore that's already been written, and you will do good. But in any show that I've ever seen, I've never seen a significant time jump where they had to switch actors and actresses. So this will be very interesting to figure out what they're going to do for that. So yeah, comment below, guys. Will that time jump ruin it for you? Are you excited for the time jump? And like, I just want to hear your overall thoughts. Speaking of shows, though, okay, we had one that just came out on Netflix recently, Cobra Kai Season 5, which is another fucking show my brother will watch. All right? I don't know how many times I have to beg, dude. You know what I mean? There's a whole list. Me and Ben talked about it with you. Remember the other night? You, you all had the Mandalorian. There's all, you know what I mean? Like, God, dude. But so Cobra Kai season five just came out. And obviously it's on Netflix. So you have the chance to binge watch it, right? Half hour episodes, 10 episode season. And my overall thoughts on this season, because I've been reviewing the last couple ones. Let's just get one thing out the way, bro. One of the reasons that this show is such a goddamn success is because they pay respect to what came before the legacy of what came before, the lore, everything. This is the blueprint for Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, anything that has a huge legacy tied to it. Follow what Cobra Kai has done. They're not perfect by any means, but if you follow what they've done, 
this is why their show is such a huge success because they're not out here trying to pander to people and they're not out here trying to force a different ideology onto people. It's just straight up karate and it's just straight up fun. Season five, they bring in a new sensei who's a female. She's the granddaughter to, I believe, Terry Silver's trainer. There's a bunch of female fighters in the show and you know what they don't do? They don't do this. Me woman, me no karate. You know what I mean? They don't do the whole me a woman, me better, or like me woman, me depressed, or not me oppressed. They don't do that. They just give you good fucking characters and good writing, and it, that's why the show's good. You know what I mean? The, one of the main characters in this season, Kenny Payne, he fights for Cobra Kai. He's the, the teenage blackhead. They don't say me black kid, me good at karate, right? They don't do, you know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, but they don't do that. He's just a good badass character who has a good arc. He's been bullied by Daniel LaRusso's son. Now he learned karate now, and now he's now he's beating his bullies us. Tori Nichols, uh, Sam LaRusso, they're good female characters. You know, I'm just, I keep doing this, but not doing the me female, me better, right? Like the whole, like the pandering, like the virtue signaling, and just know going forward, if you're like a big IP and you have like access to create movies or shows based off these legacy ips follow what they're doing they're doing great so season five right the way it ended i already know season six is probably going to go into like the worldwide tournament but if they didn't have the ending where crease didn't die right and they just they just kept that out and then ended it the way they did it kind of felt like a series finale so that's kind of the one part i was like that's kind of weird because it felt like a series finale but they ended it with crease not really dying like he like faked his death to get to escape prison so I was like, okay, cool. Like, obviously, they're going to go to the Worldwide Tournament next season. You know, Kreese is probably going to be on the run, trying to clear his name. And if not, cool. But other than that, like, so some of the highlights for me, right? Because this this season, it was really weird. I don't want to say it was weirdly paced, right? Because you had a lot of arcs of forgiveness, healing, and connecting to, like, the movie universe. Like, a lot of connections to the movie universe, right? And they were all tied to Terry Silver's character. But forgiveness-wise, right? You have Robbie McGill made up which was a really big part for me while like season five. Those are my two favorite characters. Me and Josh always kind of like go at it with those two characters because I'm like my boy Robbie, you and he's like my boy, my girl, all right? So like the fact that like they're now kind of like stepbrothers. No, not kind of. They are. They're like stepbrothers. And their dad is having another kid with Miguel's mom. Kind of, you got to have it be a family now, right? So I thought that was cool. The whole Mexico trip to go save Miguel from Mexico. I thought that was a cool, like that was a good way to start the season. Right, because you need a good plot to explain why Robbie and his dad are like trying to make up and trying to be a family again. That was perfect. Let's go get Miguel, who you don't like, but me and you are trying to be a father and son again. They they capture this really good. So with Robbie and his dad, uh, Johnny, uh, you've seen Karate Kid one, right? Mm -hmm. I know you have. So Johnny Lawrence, the Daniel Larusso's enemy in the first movie, he's like one of the main characters of the show. And they really do a good job at conveying like the awkward dad and son relationship, right? Because let's face it, bro, as men, we don't really know how to talk to other men and open up and be loving. And we don't know, and especially with our fathers, right? I don't have a father, but I would assume that especially with men in that age group, it's not really easy talking to your dad, bro. You know, like your dad's probably like really like doesn't know how to say he loves you and doesn't really know how to show you attention and he loves you, right? But he doesn't know how to convey it as a man. So they did a good job in the show kind of showing the awkwardness of that, right? Like, he, you know he loves his son, bro, but he's like, uh, you know, uh, like, I'm kind of... 
I kind of failed you, so I don't want to be, I don't want to show you fake love type shit, but I, I love you. And so I thought that was cool. It was funny because Terry Silver came off as like a really good Bond villain throughout the show in season five. Like he would just show up, up like, why are you here in the tanning, in the, in the, not a tanning salon. It's the, the sweat lodge type thing. You know, when they go in with the towel and there's like a bunch of smoke, he'll like show up there, but like, oh, so you're trying to, you're trying to get in contact with my lawyer, huh? And it's like, it was like, there was moments where like they'd come out of the elevator after getting the, uh, the ultrasound picture and like the elevator opens and there he is. It's like, oh yeah, nice. You guys having a baby, huh? And, like, it's like, yeah, like he would play like a perfect Bond villain. Like he was definitely the Emperor Palpatine of season five, right? Like he played like a good villain. A lot of shows try to make the villain the anti-hero, right? So Terry Silver, there is no anti-hero to him. He's just a fucking piece of shit, bro. He's a rich piece of shit who is like just imposing his will on people. I think that's cool, bro. Honestly, because like, right, a lot of movies and shows, they try to make the villain like sympathetic. They try to make him like have ulterior motives and like, no, bro, we just need a villain who just is rich and just wants to do bad shit, dude. And that's what we get with Terry Silver. And I fucking loved it, dude. Besides the Mexico trip, like I said in the beginning, this show does a really, really good job at paying respects to what came before. So in the third movie, one of the people Daniel LaRusso fights is Mike Barnes. Uh, he was Terry Silver's like main student. He appears in the show as an adult. And I thought it was like, I thought like, hey, the way you guys did his character, maybe you guys could have saved it for season six. He appears in like an episode or two at the fight at the very end though. Obviously he was intoxicated. So he gets like beat up really quick, but he didn't really do anything. And I was like, you know, hey, if you're going to bring back Mike Barnes, cool. But like, I feel like they could have done that a little bit different. And so that part, I was like, okay, you guys could have done something different. What what I hope does happen for the next season, though, is if it is going to be the last season or second to last season, because I hope they don't go past season seven, is that they, they kind of, they need to, they have a lot of loose ends that they got to tie up, right? Because a lot of it. So at the end, Johnny gets into a fight with like six or five and Tyron Woodley is in the show. He's one of uh, Terry Silver's like senseis. And it was hella funny seeing Ty Tyron Woodley just in there beating the fuck up out of kids. Teaching you know I mean? somebody how to get knocked out. Yeah, which is funny because after what we saw with Jake Paul, but but so at the end, he's part of a group of senseis that are beating up Johnny and they're uh, bro. They're packing him the fuck out, dude, in this mansion. They're fucking busting him, bro. And I'm talking like just dome shots, bow shots, right? And like, it's funny because he's fighting back, but it's hard because these are like really good senseis that Terry Silver has tr has hired, right? And they're at his house, right? So Johnny, like the, the ultrasound picture falls out of his jacket and he's looking at it. And these guys are just like, you know, doing the villain thing. Like, <laughs> and he like looks at that picture and realizes like what he has to fight for, like his family, his kids, like his stepson, Miguel, everything that he's been working for. And he just like, and he gets up, bro. And like, they, he, and I'm saying like, I thought that scene was cool because it was, it was kind of realistic in a way. You versus five people, bud, you're going to get your fucking shit smashed, bro. And then he gets up and like, you know, most people would see the ultrasound picture, dig with, dig from within and let's go. And that's what happened. I loved it, man. Terry Silver was also a part at the end when uh, Daniel Lewis defeats him. I thought the fight was a little quick, but not bad. I mean, the fight wasn't bad. I just felt like it was quicker than it should have been, right? And then when he like, takes the sword to Chosen, like he slices Chosen in the back and he's bleeding out in the pools. Like, damn, bro, this guy's like a psycho for real, for real. Like, how did you go from like karate to like, I'm going to kill you now, right? 
Because Daniel and Chosen, they fight in the second movie. They have a fight to the death at the end. Daniel wins, but he shows Chosen mercy, right? So I thought that was cool that like him and Terry had like a like a fight to the death type of type of scene. So if you guys haven't seen Cobra Kai, I would suggest watching it. Um, yes, it is a show about karate, and there's a lot of cheesy factors to it, but I feel like it's a good show, and you'll have fun watching it. Not everything has to be serious, you know what I mean? Not everything has to be euphoria, and like drugs and sex, and you know that stuff's cool. Don't get me wrong, that stuff's cool, but a lot of shows would benefit from just doing some more simple things. And I think that's where Cobra Kai excels at, right? Like the, the family aspect, the theme of forgiving, healing, learning, you know, making enemies, making friends, coming together. That stuff is all really important in real life. And this show encapsulates that. So we're going to end off tonight, though, guys, with The Little Mermaid. So The Little Mermaid trailer came out. It has, it's close to, you said close to 2 million dislikes. That's fucking insane. Now, we talked about this a couple weeks ago because we mentioned how people will get mad when, like, a white actor plays a black cartoon character or people will get mad when, like, a black guy plays a white character or the black guy plays a white... So, a bunch of people across the board, from normal people to, like, racist people, everybody's getting mad that they're race-swapping a bunch of... Either it's a real-life character they're race-swapping or a cartoon character they're race-swapping or a fake fairy tale character that they're race-swapping... People are just mad in general about that. It says 10 hours ago that it had 1.5 million dislikes. Okay. So if that's 10 hours ago, it's probably... Close to two. I'd say it's surpassed two by I now. mean, that's just insane, though. I'm at, You can't get a million people to do <clears throat> shit in this world, bro. You know that? You can't get a million people to do shit. So the fact that a million plus people win dislike this video, that's fucking insane. Can we admit that? You know what I want to kind of go back on, though? That you mentioned earlier about the House of Dragon shit where you're like, hey, they did a good job casting because, you know, this person looks like the person that she's supposed to be portraying. Yeah. That's kind of the point of casting. You've done it before when we did the King of the Hill stuff. The whole point of, like, casting is to, like, you know, we have King of the Hill. We know what Hank Hill looks like. So we're going to find somebody that looks like Hank. We have Bill. We're going to find somebody that looks like Bill. That's, like, the fun part of, like, doing that kind of stuff. Is because you want to see how close to the the character like you can nail on the head, right? Yeah. Uh, I said the same thing about um, Wesker and Resident Evil. So you know, if you were to tell me like, oh hey, they're making a Resident Evil show and Albert Wesker is going to be the the main antagonist of the show, you're in your head you're going to go through like all these people, like famous people, like who you would dream cast as Wesker because like you know this person has the same hair, this person has the you know the the attitude. Um, I the saw the voice, the look. Yeah, I saw people mentioning the dude that plays Homelander, and they were like, "Oh my God, he would kill it as this he role." Would, he would. Yeah. And then they they ended up I don't know who the dude's name was, but it ended up being like this like black bald dude with like um I'll see if we could put it, I, we'll put up the picture I'll look it up. It ended up being like this black bald dude. And then, you know, of course, if you were to like say something about that, you'd be, you know, racist, this and, you know, whatever the fuck that. But like, that's kind of what people look forward to when they hear that kind of stuff is like, you know, oh, my favorite. Um, the Little Mermaid thing, I, don't, I really don't care about, but I can get why people think that way, because like. If you were to say, hey, they're making a live-action Little Mermaid movie. And you're ahead. You're thinking, I watched the animated. Now, who who could play the animated like who's, version of Like, yeah, this would be my dream casting for for Ariel because, like, she has the, you know, she has the look. And, oh, my God, this girl can sing. And she also has red hair. And then, like, they throw, I think her name's Holly Bailey. They just, you know, we're going to cast her. And then those people are like, okay, like, what? 
They should get Lizzo to play Ursula. Is Lizzo not playing Ursula? No, she said that she wanted to, but they, they didn't get her to. <sighs> Holy shit, that'd have been perfect. That's I think perfect. they casted Melissa McCarthy, didn't they? Oh, I mean, that's also... Fu- that's, so you gave us the God-tier casting of Melissa McCarthy. We could have Lizzo, too. I think I mean, so. She on. said oh, that she Queen wanted Latifah? to. But that that's kind of just what I wanted to, like, you know... Lizzo would have been perfect. When you, yeah, like, the whole dream casting... You know, I want to pick this person, but like that's a well, that's a real thing that people go through. Did you so. see people's argument against what you're saying? Like that's a fictional character. They're literally a mermaid, bro. Why do you care that they're switch swapping a mermaid? No, I know. Uh, me, uh, me personally, I don't care about the Little Mermaid because yeah. I didn't really even watch the original animated one. I mean, I have, but the thing is, even if they casted a white girl as the role, I'm not watching a lot. I, mean, I wouldn't have watched it either. I was just I'm talking sorry. about the Lion King one. I never saw the Lion King Yeah, one. like I'm I never not... saw Aladdin. I never saw Jungle Book. Like I, me personally, I don't care about any of their live I mean, action shows. I'm just straight up not watching it in general, even if they cast it a white girl as Ariel. Because mm-hmm. one, I'm not watching a, a movie that got 2 million dislikes on YouTube. You miss me with that shit, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm a follower. I'm, call me a follower if you want, but like if you if your fucking trailer got two million dislikes, I'm not spending yeah. a dime on seeing that movie, dude. It's, and I somewhat agree with the whole like it's a fictional character, why do you care type thing. But then like let's go back to the King of the Hill thing that I just said. Okay. What if they made Hank, you know, uh, black? They made Dale Mexican. They made Boomhauer. Uh, Asian. They made you know who else? Did or I Khan. Say? Let's say they made Khan a white guy, bro. No, he's, they he's would. They, they would keep. I would assume they would keep him that. But let's just say, like all of those, like like Hank is black, Dale is Mexican, Boomhauer is Asian, and Bill is like a like a Samoan dude. Yeah. Like, is that even King of the Hill at that point? No, not really. I would like, say no. But okay, you're right. So they do say, hey, that's a fictional character. Why do you care? But then why did why did that same group of people get mad that Jenny Slate was on Big Mouth, or that that guy who voiced the Pooh was white? Why did they care then? If it's just a fictional character and a cartoon character, why did you make the guy who played a poo? Oh, like Cleveland being a white guy? Yeah, like why, that kind then of stuff? why? Then if it's yeah. a fictional... I get it, right? I, this is what I'm trying to say to you guys, right? It should be that way across the board. If you say it's just a fictional, fake character, I agree. Now, why did the guy who voiced Cleveland from Family Guy, why did you guys made him not do his role now? You guilt-tripped him. Hey... You shouldn't be voicing a black character. That's what I'm trying to say. I agree with it. If it is a fake fictional character. So if they want to make Ariel Black cool, bro, I don't care. I don't care. Right? But at the same time, those same people who are saying that, you weren't saying that about a lot of stuff that's been happening. I don't know. I feel like, yes, I'm on board with with certain groups of people getting more like screen time because in the past, they historically haven't got that. I'm, I'm cool with that, bro. That's cool. You know what I mean? We're we're in a different age now, right? We're we're not in like the weird racist Hollywood anymore. We're like, just like it's only white people, and I I fuck with that, bro. Let's get, you know, let's get the ball rolling. It's cool, right? But at the same time, when you when you make an already established character, when you race swap them, right? The only problem with that is, is that you're not. I don't feel like you're doing it to like make a good movie. You're doing it to like make people mad. Because think about it, right? All those people that worked on the Little Mermaid. They worked hella hard in that movie, right? The live action one. And the only thing that anybody's talking about is that you made Little Mermaid black. You're not talking about the hard work that went into the movie or her yeah. acting. Nah, it's, I didn't think about that. Kind of fucking gonna, sucks, dude. Yeah, I know. It's all going to be overshadowed 
all of her hard work will be overshadowed because people are like, she's black. Ariel's not supposed to be black. That sucks, bro. What? The only reason your movie or your live action remake is even getting talked about is because you decided to race swap Ariel, right? And you know damn well Disney didn't do that to be inclusive. I'm sorry. It just doesn't come off as that, right? But you say didn't or did? No, I feel like Disney didn't do this to be inclusive. You know, they Isn't that exactly what they did? I feel okay. Maybe I'm saying it wrong. Disney, you would think that, right? You would think Disney did this to to be inclusive, right? Like, hey, let's get a diff, a, let's have a different race play Ariel, right? So we can we can have more inclusion in our movies. But what I feel like it's like it's like me and you spoke about this before. Disney doesn't come off genuine, right? Like, no, Disney's but okay. Really so I, I think what you're saying is they they didn't do it to be inclusive, but I think they did do it to be inclusive, which is why people are mad. Oh, you think like they genuinely wanted to do like a an inclusive thing and not just make people angry? No, because it seems like Disney does that a lot. It seems like Disney's like actions behind what they do doesn't match up with what they say. Yeah, no, I think what this is my opinion. I think that they f meant to do something inclusive, right? And people still got mad about it. No, but I think that's what made people mad. People were mad too. You have you seen the new Pinocchio that just came out? No, I just, I, I just said, like, all the live action okay. shit, I don't I give a fuck about. I just watched it, and I guess people were mad because the fairy godmother, or, you know, the, the blue fairy, she was a she was a bald black lady mm -hmm. in the movie, right? And so people were mad about that, too. Like, hey, why did you make I didn't the... even, to be honest, bro, I didn't even know there was a fairy godmother in Pinocchio. Oh, you never seen where she, like, like you know, Jiminy Cricket, and, like, she makes Pinocchio a, a real boy mm -hmm. at the end? Okay, so, but, uh, so in, the re in the live action with Tom Hanks, she's a... She's a black woman who's bald, right? And so people are mad about that, right? And at the end of the day, like, if you're going to be mad, you got to be mad across the board. You can't just, like, we're, like, pinholing things now. Like, well, we're cool with this, but when it happens... Like, honestly, bro, if you're mad about Ariel, where was the rage when they made hella white people Egyptians, right? When they made Egyptian movies and, like, movies from the Middle East and, like, where? why weren't you mad when there was hella white people in those movies, Right, you there was no hey, those aren't real Egyptians. That's Russell Crowe. I feel like that this whole issue has only taken like a life of its own in the past like three, four years. A, a really big life of its own. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it has taken a big turn in the last five years. In the last, three, I guess. Years. Yeah, I guess five years would be the the best window to. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, bro. There is certain things I don't want race swapped, man. I just, you know what? I just learned, and, and that, and if that makes me sound bad, then come. But pause. But you know what I mean. And at the same time, like for instance, I just looked this up recently. Okay, there was a huge rumor going around that uh, Professor X and Magneto were based off Malcolm Malcolm X and Martin Luther King, right? Like their characters, right? And it makes hella sense when you when you think of it. When you look at it from the outside looking in, fire, bro, because it makes sense. Mm -hmm. But when I looked it up, that's not true. They weren't based on those two. It was just like a rumor that got started and like people hella ran with it. Like I looked it up, bro. That's not true. Right. So when Disney decides to do that, like with like, let's say they make Gene Carlo Esposito like this or or they make Denzel Washington Magneto, like people are going to be mad. They're going to be like, why did why did you make Magneto Denzel Washington when he should be? somebody from the concentration camps during world war ii so to me yes i like there's certain things that i wouldn't race swap as a as a company like let's say superman like clark kent i wouldn't make him michael b jordan there's so many things you can do to where you don't have like you could literally have michael b jordan be from krypton who's to say krypton didn't have black 
Kryptonians. Just are. don't make him Clark Kent. Yeah, just don't make no, him Clark Kent. Saying. Like I like what Spider Man did, right? Instead of making Peter Parker like Black, they, they made, made Miles. Miles Morales. He could still be in the same universe, and and that's why Miles Morales. To be does honest, bro, so I good, don't know bro. why. I don't know why. When I say they, I mean like movie makers, Hollywood, TV shows, streaming platform, whoever whoever it applies to. I think that they should do that more often, because there wouldn't be as much outrage from like actual racist people who think that way. Like, oh, how dare you make Superman black? He's a, you know, our white hero. Like, there's people that probably think that way. You wouldn't get that because they would have that to fall back on. It's like, hey, this isn't your, this isn't Clark Kent. This is, you know, whoever the fuck they want to name him. We just made up some, yeah. Yeah, this is another superhero who just happens to have the, you know, the same or similar powers to Superman. They did the th They did that with Green Lantern. Hal Jordan is the white Green Lantern that everyone, and John Stewart you know, whatever. Is and then John Stewart is black, and he's also part of the, the Lantern Corps. And I've never heard a scene. Maybe they have, but I've never heard a single person be mad about John Stewart. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like I don't know why they don't do that more often. It just kind of they should. Yeah, you do. You could have made a Little Mermaid movie, and it doesn't. Why does it have to well, be? And Lanerial? then with the Professor X and Magneto thing that you just talked about, I think it makes sense to do it right now because they have the whole multiverse thing. It kind of plays the sides of both fences where. Yes, this is still Professor X, but this is a different Professor X from a completely different universe. Yeah. So, like, if they decided to make, like, a black Professor X... And black... Is Gene Carlo... Is he even black? Um, I thought he was, like, Mexican or something. I think he, he's mixed with... Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Like, it, he's still Professor X, But those quote two unquote, actors are but, crazy good. So, if you got Denzel and Esposito to do those roles, that's... What? And then what you said about Magneto being from, like, a Jewish concentration camp... Maybe in his multiverse, that's not his origin story. Yeah, maybe in like that version of him, he's from like the civil rights movement. Yeah, you know, maybe he came up in the civil rights era, right? So that that does kind of make, and again, that's good. You got Denzel whereas Washington, when, bro. Come on. Whereas when you take like um, Ariel, for example, or like you said, the Pinocchio fairy, or who else have they done it to? Uh, I, I, I'm not gonna lie, I don't like, like the Wesker thing that I mentioned earlier. When they when you just do like that. It kind of, like you said, it just feels, it doesn't feel like a genuine change. Because, yeah. like, and you're also going to make the other the side mad, too. Like, let's say you make a white guy. Like, they did that with uh, the Thunderbolts, I guess, in She Hulk, right? Um, maybe it's not the Thunderbolts, but in She Hulk, there's a character in the comics who's usually a black character, but they made him a white guy in She Hulk. And now people are mad about that, too, right? Yeah. So it's like, why did they do that? Mm -hmm. Why didn't you just keep, if he's black in the comic books, why didn't you just keep him black? Instead, now anybody's all everybody's talking about is that you made him a white guy. Yeah. But what I'll touch on, what I'll touch on lastly is like what I very first started that thought with is like if you're a, if if I if if I'm a caster hired by a movie production company, and they said, "Hey, we're gonna give you um, Goku, for example. I want you to find, go out and scour, scavenge the universe and find our Goku. I'm gonna look for someone who looks like Goku." Right? Yeah. I'm not going to find, you know, uh, a Mexican dude, or I'm not going to go find a black guy or a Asian dude. I'm going to, maybe he's Asian, but like, I'm, I'm going to find somebody who looks like Goku. That's my job as like a caster is to find what I can get to the closest source material. That, that's kind of what that is. So if like they're purposely doing this to be inclusive, that they're undermining like what their yeah, actual job is. Who's the as Goku? Because like, did, would remember you? they made a live action movie and it was just like a white guy. Yeah, but I wonder like what the creator of Dragon Ball Z would want the live action version of Goku to look like. No, he's Asian because his name isn't 
Goku is like they have like a whole. But I thought and correct me if Chinese I'm wrong, symbol and on I, the I, logos. And before and, I say this, I want to make sure everybody knows that I'm I may not I may not be the most educated on this topic, but I felt like like Ghost in the Shell, right? So Ghost in the Shell and a bunch of other like anime type, you know, uh, Asian type projects. They yeah, I thought they made their characters look white a lot. Like a lot of their characters are based off like white designs well, I mean, or like black. You know, like not I'm black, not sorry, like, like a professional, but aren't most Japanese slash Chinese like people lighter skin tones? Yeah, a lot of them are, yeah. So, you, so I would say like would... a lot of their characters don't look like they are. But again, I could be wrong. And I, that's what I'm saying. Like, again, if, if you guys know more about that topic, comment below. But I feel like Ghost in the Show got that too because they had Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. But then the, the makers of Ghost in the Show were like, oh, no, we're cool with that. Like, that's kind of what we wanted the character to look like. Yeah. So where do we draw the line that? Like, so... But yeah, that's tonight's episode, guys. Um, I had a very big pleasure tonight of just being in here, having fun with my shades on. And if anybody comments saying Andy's wearing shades, you got trolled. So, but yeah, um, comment below. What were we gonna say? No, 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 no. I guess lastly, uh, they 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 did it with um, Leon and Resident Evil Two, where if you you if you've played all the games and you know what Leon looks like, if you were to say like, oh hey man, what Leon's gonna be in this new movie? Your fucking mind starts spinning like, oh, are they gonna get Leonardo DiCaprio? Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah. Are they gonna get uh, Ryan Gosling? Like, who's gonna play Leon? Because Leon has like the you know the the split long hair and like he's you know that kind of stuff. And then Leon was some I don't even know who it was, just some random fucking Mexican guy. It's like we, you you have the source and like people get excited to see how that transitions into a live action film. Yeah. Like, well, I want to see what Leon would look like, but played by a professional actor that looks like Leon. But yeah, they like, just didn't like, give a think fucking... About it. Like, if we're going to make a movie about Egypt, I want to see some fucking Egyptians, bro. I yeah. don't want to see white people playing them. You remember in The Mummy, right? How they had that bald dude who uh, was like, he's like, in the moon. Nooks in the moon. Like, yeah. that. that's, in my opinion, that's, you know... He I don't looks even, the role, though. Yeah, yeah, he looks like a... Yeah, I mean, I don't know what an ancient Egyptian would look like, but damn, bro, you look, you look good. <laughs> yeah, like, I feel like that's good casting, like... I've never like seen an Mel, Egyptian when movie Mel with like a Gibson made fucking Passion of the Christ. It was just a white guy. Yeah. Like, come on, Mel. Come on, Mel. You know he wasn't white, dude. Come on. It's a slippery slope, but yeah. I feel like when they do that kind of stuff, they they're doing it on purpose, which could be a good thing or a bad thing. I guess it kind of just depends. But I feel like like Disney and them, I feel like they just be doing that shit on purpose, just like just because, and it just doesn't come off ever good. In my opinion, at least. Like that one kid. I like white girls more better. <laughs> he was like, you ever seen that video? No. They ask him what he's into. He's like, I like white girls more better. <laughs> I'll put it up here, but maybe if I'm lazy, I won't. But yeah. Thank you guys. Episode 86. Until next time. Peace.